0: Today's Hope FM Breakfast Show is brought to you by Chester Pierce Funeral Service. For individual support as unique as your loved one, visit chesterpierce.com. Well the time is approaching 19 minutes uh, after 8 o'clock and you will be very well aware that during this last year there's been a lot of pressure on so many people and of course that has very often taken a toll on people's uh, mental health. Well, one organisation that has been primary in supporting people is Relate and I'm joined now by Dee Holmes who's a Senior Practice Set Manager with the organisation. Good morning to you Dee. Good morning. Thank you for having me. It's a pleasure. So, Dee, tell us a little bit about how Relate came to be. I mean, I know that when probably most people think of the organisation Relate, they think of 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 marriage guidance counselling. Of course, you do a great deal more than that. But how did how did it all begin? What was the inspiration for it?
1: Yes, well, we've been in existence for over 80 years ago, 80 years now, and obviously we were we were started by somebody called um, Herbert Gray, who was a minister in the sort of Midlands area. Um, and so, yes, in some ways we do have our roots in marriage guidance and in a sort of, you know, Christian setting back there but we've evolved so much since then I mean I think it was the 1970s that we changed our name from the Marriage Guidance Council to Relate and we you know we, we say we are the leading relationship organization in the country so we're dealing with relationships of all sorts um, you know families, couples, um, same-sex relationships, um, polyamorous relationships, people or individuals come to us to talk about their relational issues. And we do a lot of children and young persons work. And certainly in Bournemouth, I know they do work in schools when they're open. And and that has been on webcam in the last year, obviously.
0: Now, is the organisation federated in the sense that the the local organisations like the one we have here in Bournemouth, is that federated to the national movement?
1: Yes. So we have a national body and we oversee the training and the policies and practice. Um, and sort of, you know, and do the lobbying and that sort of side of things and then centres are federated to us. We also in the last few years have had a few of the federated centres join national so that we now also from national have a an element of service delivery but prior to that it, all the service delivery as, as such all the counselling happens in the federated centres but so, that's certainly true in Bournemouth they are a federated
0: centre. So yeah. I guess that sort of things like the as you say training and, and I don't know whether fundraising comes into all of that because to keep the wheels turning of any organisation these days takes quite a lot of money is that all done centrally or mm. is it done both at local and central level?
1: Yeah, local as well, and certainly, um, you know, for local centres, federated centres like like Bournemouth, they will fundraise locally. They will bid for you know contracts of work um, locally, <clears throat> and yes, so so the, their their money will be be from the clients who are paying, and also local grants um, and um, you know contracts that they acquire. Um, So, yes, that's
0: how that works, really. Now, Dee, I know that as a consultant, you're working principally these days for the the national movement. In fact, you have the national lead on safeguarding. Uh, But how did you come to be involved with the organisation in the first place?
1: Yeah, I mean, I started my council training back in 97 um, in Winchester, um, which is my local centre. And, um, yeah, and it went from there. I started as a training to be a couple counsellor, and then went on to do family work, children, young persons, became a supervisor, and then for about five and a half years, I've been doing the role I currently do um in national so yes i and how I got into it, well, a mixture of things, I think um I went, I had some of my own counseling um and then i did a sort of basic counseling skills course when one of my children was a baby of something to uh, to do sounds a bit flippant but uh, and it it was an interest and i thought now is the time to do it um and then from there i became interested in the in the relationship angle i remember being you know what next after this basic course and i remember thinking well actually just counseling individuals doesn't really appeal to me and then somebody came to talk to us from Relate at the college and I thought yeah I really like the sound of that, that sounds good so
0: that was what I went for. You've been been doing it ever since. Now, of course, having the... And I've been doing it ever since. Having the National Mm. Safeguarding Lead, of course, safeguarding is so important, isn't it, uh, uh, these days. Are all your teams, I mean, are many of the people who work with you volunteers uh, that you then train up, or or do you have a sort of a a core of of professional people, you know, like yourself, who do most of the work?
1: Yes. I mean, I think you know, back in its sort of initial days, and even when I sort of perhaps began in the the 90s, there were a lot of volunteer counsellors, a lot of our receptionists were volunteers. Um, We've definitely become, um, you know, moved away from that. We do still have volunteers, and that's absolutely great and wonderful, Um, but most of our counselling workforce and most of the administrative staff and people who work for us are employed um, and all our counselors are professionally trained, so obviously they they need to be employed. this is their their work you know this it, it may be a vocation as well as a a job, but it 's certainly something that people um you know treat as a as an employment um so yes, I mean part of my job is to is to liaise with all of the managers and safeguarding leads across the federation to ensure that we you know keep to our policy and that everybody is implementing the policy properly and I'm the person that people will sort of come and consult with over sort of tricky issues and when we, we have very much a consultative um, ethos in relation, we have a practice helpline that um, councillors from all over the country can access Um, And obviously they access their own supervision in their centres and their own local managers and safeguarding leads. But I'm I'm sort of, you know, overseeing all of that in, in a way. This is Hope FM.
0: Well, that's uh, Trissy Chapman there and uh, Fast Car. My very special uh, guest today is Dee Holmes, who's a senior practice uh, manager uh, with uh, Relate. And we were just talking about the foundation of the organisation. But Dee, what what type of people tend to uh, to look for your services today? I mean, it's it's much more than just marriage guidance counsel the support that you give, isn't it? Um, I mean, you know...
1: Everybody is, you know, we're we're a very sort of diverse and inclusive organisation and I think we cater for anything that is relational or relationship based. And if you think about it, all of our um, issues that we might bring to counselling, probably if you take it back to the base, they come to that. You know, so we have, we will have individuals come to us because they feel they want to talk about relationships that they've had that might not have worked, or they they want to talk about their family relationships that they feel might be impacting their ability to have other relationships. Um, we have couples who come to us that you know are having difficulties in them in their relationship and that might be just uh, anything from you know we just feel we're not getting on in the same way to people who've discovered an affair who feel the relationship is over one of them is saying they want to leave and the other is feeling we need to give this a chance so there's a whole spectrum of what brings people to us and of course there is you know our family work you know families will come with teenage children with young children with adult children Um, But a big part of our work these days as well is is children and young persons' work, especially in schools and colleges. Um, And that, you know, that is a big part of our delivery. Um, And that began really from us seeing young people whose parents were going through separations and we found the parents saying to us, gosh, you know, my children are struggling with this or how do we tell the children, etc." And we we began a service at at the time called Relay Team. Um, but has obviously grown into children's and young persons counselling and is much more than just children whose parents are separated. Um, you know, as you can imagine, in this uh, in this situation at the moment with the pandemic, you know, and anyway, normally with the growth of mental health amongst um, children and young people, we're seeing a lot of children with anxiety, issues with being bullied, sexuality issues, all sorts of things, really. Um, and we have, you know, an experienced team of young persons counsellors who who are providing that work
0: now obviously we we still are going through the the impact of the pandemic have you seen Mm. the the numbers of people needing to access the services of of relate increase because of 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 what we've all been going through uh, these past months
1: yes I mean we obviously moved to webcam counselling very swiftly last last year um, and it was amazing the way we did that so quickly it was you know all credit to everybody in the organization from the administrative staff the counselors and you know just getting that all off the ground um and we you know we have had a lot of people accessing us and, and finding webcam a really useful way to to coming to the counseling obviously you know when things allow we will be going back face to face but webcam will always stay i think and phone counseling it's it, become part of our method of offering counseling um, and we are we have seen people coming you know with lots of issues around parenting you know the whole, obviously the whole working from home homeschooling differences between parents you know has really had to sort of been magnified in the last year and we've had quite a lot of people approaching for our um, psychosexual therapy service our PST service as we call it um, because, you know, lack of time, lack of time alone, um, you know, has really impacted on people's relationship. There used um, to be... And we, you know... I'm, mm,
0: go on, sorry. I was going to say, there used to be yeah. quite a bit of stigma, didn't there? You know, off British with a stiff upper lip and all of that. And, and uh, you know, and mm. we didn't didn't necessarily talk, even even to admit that we might be seeking... Uh, the, the help of, of organisations like Relate would have been a, you know, a thing that we just didn't talk about. Now, of course, things have changed quite dramatically in recent years, haven't they? Hmm.
1: And I think that's the thing. We, we often would say that the best advertisement for our services will be people who, you know, who are willing to say, I went to Relate and it really helped. Uh, but as you say, I think in the past it, it's been a sort of stigma that people wouldn't talk about. That's definitely changing. Um, you know, and people are, will often, you know, talk about counselling in a positive way and the impact that it's had, you know, on their lives. Um, and I probably would say, you know, that for anybody, it's a good experience at some level, whether you just go for a couple of sessions to iron out. A, you know, an issue or two, or whether you have some longer-term therapy if you feel that's what you need. You know, spending some time understanding yourself will help you in all your relationships, whatever, really.
0: Now, in terms of accessing the services, if somebody's listening to us right now and saying, "You know, I could, I could really do with having a few sessions or talking to that lovely lady D or somebody like her," uh, what, what do people do? How, how is the best way for folk to access the services to to, to start the ball rolling, if you like?
1: yeah well obviously in in your area in bournemouth you know there is the um local center so obviously they have their website which is um do you want me to say that or are you uh, uh, say No, you can say it now I'll,
0: I'll repeat it go ahead
1: yeah okay right so that's um, uk, and there is a telephone number O one two oh two three double one two three one but I'm sure you can you yeah. know just Googling Bournemouth Relate will bring it up for you. And I would say for people, you know, there's often myths around about I can't afford counselling, the waiting list is too long. Um and I would say, you know, if you've got any thoughts about it being something useful to do, then give them a ring, look on the website. Um, and, and, you know, talk to somebody about it. I mean, uh, certainly in Bournemouth, they offer things from, you know, one-to-one support sessions for parents, which might just be one or two of those that you would find useful to, you know, relational counselling for you and your partner, for you as a family, for you individually. There is obviously work in schools, um, you know, for children and young people, and it may be that you can access that. As well as a sort of a bursary system to help people you know on on low incomes, we also as a national organization have a lot of contracts with um, obviously the the Navy um, we have contracts with um, the gro- grocery aid so if you work in a supermarket or any sort of grocery sales um we've just begun a contract with retail so obviously if you work in any of the big retail shops um, I won't mention them, I won't advertise them, then it's (laughs) possible that through that you can get them up to six sessions. I'm trying to think, we we have several contracts, it's hard to remember them all, so there's grocery aid, there's also an accountant's one, people who are accountants, there's a bank workers' charity as well. Um, So it's always worth investigating those, um, you know, so if you were to phone up and want to book some counselling, you know, and you think you may be eligible for that, mention it to the the member of staff and they will be able to check whether you can access some support in that way. Um so yeah, certainly with grocery aid you only ever have to have worked in a supermarket at some point. Um so you may have worked in one you know, 20 years ago, but you, you will still be eligible to um, get
0: some support. And I, su- I suppose the other thing, of course, that we, we should emphasize is the whole confidential nature of everything uh, that you do. And I guess that, that gives people the freedom to know that whatever they're sharing, those deepest things that, that, that are concerning them remain, of course, uh, confidential.
1: Exactly. Yeah. I mean, obviously, we talked earlier about safeguarding. If, if we felt that, uh, you know, someone was at risk of harm and serious harm or a child was at risk, then we would talk to people about what we felt we needed to do about that. But, you know, that that is quite rare for us. And really, on the whole, you know, people come and talk about what they're thinking, feeling and, and that those are private thoughts, which which will remain confidential because there's no need for them you know to be shared and certainly when couples come to us um we always do an individual session with a couple and what is discussed in that individual session is confidential to to them i mean we may need to talk about how we're going to manage the work going forward if somebody is to share you know something like well actually i'm you know i'm having an affair that obviously has some impact but you know we're not it's not our job to be sharing that you know we want couples to be able to talk freely in those individual sessions and that to be a confidential space because that really does help the counselor to understand what's going on in the relationship and and to you know involve themselves in the couple work in a much better way.
0: Well do you think so sh-
1: absolutely people need to feel safe
0: For more inspirational interviews podcasts and Hope Fm best bits visit hopefm.com forward slash listen again.